What's up, everybody? It's it's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's it's points and doinks, but it's it's Brandon Tanguma, and there's no Travis because we've had to readjust our schedule because of COVIDs and the games being switched around. So we're doing it on Friday, on Wednesday, so we can you know talk about all the games that happened and preview it adequately. But no Travis today, so we got we still got a, a full slate of hosts. My, uh, I can't just do the same gimmicks from Curveball and Terry Tyler Gunderson is here. Thank Tyler, you. how are you doing? I'm doing good. I, I am not feeling lovely in esteem, though, so I'm glad you did not say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Tyler, we scheduled it for a certain time. Tyler was the one who scheduled it for that certain time. I sent out the text. Uh, the, my, our other co host, J Rose here. Hello, J What's up? So, so then <clears throat> we, we wait a little bit. Neither one of them showed up. I was like, oh, did it like go through? And it went through. Uh, Johnny Roca is here with us, and then Tyler, nothing. Text him, nothing. Called him, nothing. Facetimed him. All I see is pitch black screen, and Tyler obviously just woke up because oh. he set the wrong uh, timer. Uh, took me literally right out of my sleep. I just, the fact that you called, and I, I had to look at my phone. I saw that J Row had texted me. I saw you had texted me a couple times. I saw a phone call. The fact that it took uh, not just a phone call, but the FaceTime after is what woke me up. It was like, oh, Jesus, I was in a deep sleep. Tough look, tough look. But it's okay. We're here. We are here, everybody. And I'm filling in for uh, Travis today. I will play the host slash mediator, a big shoes to fill. I'm ready to get excited for uh, week 16 action. But I did want to take the opportunity. I was really excited knowing that I was going to be called in for this, that I wanted to do the curveballs and chair shots shout out right here. And say it just like my man Cheese says it with, with me electronically and sitting with six feet away from me is the illustrious and esteemed co-host Brandon Tanguma, a.k.a. Cheese, from the world-famous Curveballs and Share Chair Shots podcast. Oh, that felt good to say that. And that, 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 that might have been better than you do it, Cheese. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I'm, yeah, I might just have to clip that and then yeah. just like insert Dominic's name and then just, go. just run it because I don't know if I can top that. But it is right. week 16, a.k.a. week two of fantasy playoffs. So, uh, Tyler, as someone who didn't even make the playoffs, how was your fantasy week this week? Oh, it was great. I just love the fact that I didn't pay. Well, I, I, I can't even say that. I, I would like to say that I sat there and I didn't pay attention because, oh, man, I'm not in the playoffs. I don't care. Uh, I was watching it like like a hawk, and I still felt like shit. Like, you it, were playing it, Travis in our league. So, you know, I, a did, little... I, I did play Travis, and, and uh, again, I think this was the worst uh performance for everybody in fantasy football this this week just very low scores all across the board just just ridiculous that uh, i couldn't break 100 in that in that league so tough tough look tough look uh jero how did you do in your various leagues and playoffs because we all know you're in all of them yeah so i i went unfortunately oh and three a little eliminated in three of the leagues that I played in. Um, so that was, that was pretty messed up. I like Tyler. I scored probably in the seventies and eighties. So I had some of my regulars just kind of like take a dump on me, uh, but still alive in the end zone league as I will face Travis Gunderson in this week's semifinals. So I'm pretty excited about that. Damn. Travis won. I hate to see it. Uh, real quick, off off the fantasy football, real quick. Cheese, how are you? You mentioned on last on your podcast last week that you were involved in a nasty slip and fall out of the shower. We want to know how <laughs> hey, you hey, feeling, hey, man. Hey, nasty hey. injury I'm, like I'm, that. I'm 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 doing okay. Uh, I don't have a bump anymore. I don't think even think I have a scar. I can't really look because you know I got like woolly mammoth hair for legs. So I'm pretty sure I'm good. Neck strain is okay. So uh, I have 
I'm designated to return. I'm good. We did not list you uh, questionable at all days prior. So he is here. So yeah, you know. For anybody wondering, that was not me laughing. That was me crying in sorrow for my fallen brother. That's what that was. I was not yes. laughing at yes. cheese. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Tyler. But uh, my week was, it started off great fantasy-wise. I had Travis Kelsey and Keenan Allen, three touchdowns. And after the week that everybody had, it's like, oh, you know, I got this. We're fine. And then, no, no. Ramondre Stevenson didn't want to do anything despite getting the workload. T. Higgins didn't want to do anything. And Dak Prescott continuing to kill me the second half of the season. And then I had a slim, slim chance on Monday, on Tuesday night. I need a Cooper Cup and DK Metcalf to be handled. And uh, obviously, I got Cooper Cupped and I got my ass kicked. So <laughs> in a week where everyone was not doing that well, of course, my opponent, Josh, cousin Josh, uh, pretty much all of his players did good to fantastic. So great for me. So we're all gone. Love to see it. Yeah, so all three of us not feeling too well, and I'm sure a lot of you out there have been disappointed by some of your players as well. So let's uh, shake it off and let's uh, move on to week 16, shall we? You'll win that consolation bracket. Yep, that's right. And revisionist history, cheese. I can't believe I listened to you week one and said let's ride Dak Prescott through the season. Could have had a nice trade with J. Row week one, and what was the uh, what was what was the trade again? I kind of I forgot. God, I can't remember. I was trying to remember it the other day, but I know it was. J-Row was offering up Josh Allen, DJ Moore, and a third person. And I was going to – in return for Dak Prescott, I believe uh, A.J. Brown was one of the, one of the people in, in there and somebody else. I can't remember exactly who the, who the last three were, but just those two swapped. Could have been a completely different outlook on this season. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. That CTE league, it's pretty much if you don't have like a top-tier quarterback, you are done. And as I said, first half of the season, I was riding high. Dak doesn't do well. I go from first to the sixth seed, and it, it didn't pan out. So next year, I always say next year, I'll, I'll figure it out. But yeah. then it doesn't It doesn't work. So so to clear it up for the listeners, who are your four semifinalists in, or in your league? Or, or do you have – I don't know what's left over. What do you guys got? I think it is four. Um, I believe it is my cousin Josh. I believe um, – god damn it, if my phone would load. So we had, two, we, had, we had two people on a buy. Travis is not in there. Yeah, so me and, Do- me and Dominic yeah. made the playoffs. Both me and Dominic lost. So that, yes. is, that is fun. So we have Hardy. Is yep. He got the buy. He's the number one overall seed. And then uh, Jose. Yep. He is playing. So Jose is playing Josh. And then Hardy is playing. Uh, who is? Oh, that's. Um, Whose who's auto pictures can suck it. That's, that's Travis's friend, Ish. Yeah. So. Yeah, and if you look at their leagues or if you look at their teams, pretty much all of them have like the top tier quarterbacks. It's like Josh Allen, Tom Brady. Uh, who's the other one? Oh, he's Kyler Murray. I don't, I don't know how he's doing it with Ben Roethlisberger, but he's chugging along with Ben Roethlisberger. So I think he's he's holding on by a thread. I think Hardy is uh, gonna win that next week. But uh, let's get into the week sixteen. It's already week sixteen. Christmas, Christmas week. Happy, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. So, yeah, uh, Thursday night football, December 23rd, we got the San Francisco 49ers at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we're going to let uh, Ty start this off and talk about the San Francisco 49ers. Well, I don't think there's very much to say about the 49ers. Um, George Kittle has been that guy. He's he's him and him and Travis Kelsey. The last couple of weeks have been just throwing throwing haymakers at each other, trying to figure out who is the best tight end in football. So I really like uh, George Kittle again in this. Um, 
And then their running back situation, if I can remember correctly, is Eli- is Elijah Mitchell still that guy? I believe he is, correct? He was out. He had a concussion. He had a then concussion. He got, then he got ruled out because he had some knee swelling. So, yikes. Uh, Jeff yikes. Wilson Jr. did go off last week. Who I think knows? we're I think we're seeing a lot of what we saw kind of last year to where you got quality running backs back there and and whoever whoever gets whoever gets the ball is going to do very well that offensive line is starting to play a little bit better than it did early on in the season. Uh so if it is a Eli- Elijah Mitchell which again I don't know why my Wi-Fi is being stupid but I'm trying to load up to get any update. He was a non-participant on Tuesday's walkthrough. It's going to make it a little bit tougher for him to play on Thursday. So Jeff Wilson might be the guy to go to in this game. Um, Sorry, Travis. I know you played Brandon Ayuk again. Uh, It's not working out, pal. But Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is what Brandon Ayuk should have been. And uh, Tennessee Titans. um, I'd like to take a a victory lap because Tyler was on the, the Hilliard bandwagon and i kept saying nope it's all about deontay foreman and i think that's proved to be true both of them do get work but dante foreman deontay foreman has uh, kind of emerged as a lead back 22 carries last week for 108 yards did not get into the end zone but um he is the one through three back and i think hilliard is the kind of pass catching slash third fourth down back so i think he still has value and that's pretty much it i mean we've seen without derrick henry ryan uh, tannell has not been able to do too too much uh, aj brown might Come back, Julio Jones. Did Julio Jones go back on IR? But he's still he's dealing with another injury, as well. And you know how I feel about Julio Jones. So yeah, uh, pretty pretty much Deontay Foreman. But it is a tough matchup against the 49ers. He is someone that you probably picked off of waivers. Um, I I mean maybe start him. It depends on what your other matchups are, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I am a little weary of this. I mean we saw what they did to Cordell Patterson last week, and Cordell Patterson does everything. So Foreman is just limited to just running the ball. That does make me a little scared on a Thursday night. Now, do you think that's the reason why um, I've noticed in some leagues that Deontay Foreman's uh, uh, projections have been cut in half. I've seen him projected like 13, 14, 15 points. Now he all of a sudden he's seven. Could that be the reason why? Yeah. I mean, the 49ers, they are one of the, I don't say hottest teams in the league, but they are playing well at the moment. And their, their defense, at least their front seven is playing well. So I think that's kind of what you project and Hilliard is going to eat into that. So I think that's kind of what the projections kind of pay out that they do kind of see it a little bit of a split, not too much like uh, Denver or Arizona. Like it's kind of like that, but I think Foreman, when we look back at the numbers in the box score, he will get more touches. Very interesting. Okay. Very good. So after Thursday night, we're going to enjoy our Christmas Eve. And then on Saturday, ho, 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 we do have two Christmas games on December 25th. The first game will be Cleveland. Browns at the Green Bay Packers. We're going to take it back to Chiefs for the Cleveland Browns. So, my boy, Nick Chubb, uh, he almost got me the win last week, but it didn't pan out. But um, he exploded in the second half. I don't know why they didn't give him that much in the first half, but uh, this is going to be, I think, very similar to, well, not similar because they're not playing the Colts, you idiot. But going against the Packers, um, in Lambeau, who knows what the weather's going to be like. So they're going to need to run the ball. We're get, we're seeing some people kind of start to get off the COVID list. And Baker Mayfield hasn't got off yet. I think Austin Hooper has gotten off. So, you know, maybe he's a viable start. But uh, Kareem Hunt's still injured, I believe. So, you know, keep an eye out on that. But I don't think he's going to be playing. Uh, so Nick Chubb is definitely a start. Um, in Joku, I mean, 
with Hooper back in, I'm, I'm not too sure about him. Um, so it's really just like the Nick Chubb show, Donovan Peoples Jones. We've seen, he has a lot of potential. I think he's maybe like a good option for next year, which maybe, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll kind of talk about next year's projections. But, um, right now I just think it's Nick Chubb and that's pretty much the only guy you can start against him. I still have faith in this green Bay defense, but these last couple of weeks have not been a good showing by them. So who knows what you're going to get for them. And she's, how do you feel about the Cleveland's defense? Uh, I mean, they did a decent enough job against the Raiders last week, but I mean, the Green Bay Packers are just on a completely different level. So, I mean, maybe they're kind of like a viable streaming option. Like if you're kind of desperate, like a deep league, but um, I, I'm kind of staying away. I'd, re- I'd much rather have the Green Bay defense, even though they do have kind of, they had a rough couple of games. I'd rather have them just because of who knows what Baker's going to be. If he's going to turn the ball over, I think it's because, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to turn the ball over. You're going to need to rely on sacks. And I think that offensive line of green Bay is good enough to you know keep them healthy and things of that nature. So I, I probably stay away. Yeah, definitely. Uh, never, never really felt confident about starting a defense against green Bay. So, all right, Tyler, go ahead and talk about green Bay. Yeah. Kind of like cheese touched on. I do like the, the Packers defense here, just because of the unpredictability that we've seen with Cleveland, you know, you, especially you need that kind of big play potential out of your defense. Green Bay does have that in them, and and Cleveland has been known to have bad games, but you also have to realize at any given moment, Baker and Nick Chubb can can absolutely go off. So you're kind of throwing your throwing your dick on the table with that one. Uh, obviously, Devontae Adams, your your usual suspects are going to play. Aaron Jones, Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers should be good to go. I know Aaron Jones was limited this past Tuesday and Aaron Rodgers didn't practice at all, but that's Aaron Rodgers hasn't practiced a Tuesday. And I think at all this mm-hmm. year with his, with his toe injury, um, we did see MVS have a pretty good game last week, but he is now out he with did. COVID. Oh no. He tested positive on Tuesday. Not sure how that's going to affect the rest of the wide receiver room. We have seen a lot of, you know, once one position player gets, gets COVID, it has seemed to, knock out a few from that same wide receiver room. They've already lost Randall Cobb to IR. So that could, and Robert Tanya to IR. So that could pave the way for a Lazard, Alan Lazard game. Yes. The Lazard King can be back this week, especially if Cleveland does decide to hone in on Devonte Adams. So I think Lazard is a good flex option for this week. And anything to say to uh, AJ Dillon owners out there? <sighs> I think, uh, I mean, I, I love the idea. I know, you know, points and doings, we always talk about having the, the, that handcuff, that second guy. I just don't think you have the confidence in playing him in the playoffs right now, but he is starting to get more and more work and he does look good. So it's kind of like that same with when Jamal Williams was there the last couple of years where it's like, you hate it as an Aaron Jones, um, you hate it as an Aaron Jones holder owner but at the same time you're like well shit aj Dillon has talent you know cheese your hand was up i would like to say that it looks like aj Dillon's getting a lot of like the like the work but then aaron jones gets like the goal line work and he's able to cash it in with the touches i don't have the numbers in front of me but just kind of watching the game last week that aj Dillon was getting a lot of touches it just was aaron jones was scoring the touchdowns that's why it was kind of a lot more even than it maybe should have been so last week aaron jones had 13 for 58 and then two receptions for 12 and a touchdown 
AJ Dillon, I believe, had seven touches for 22 with the touchdown and then one reception for 13. So okay. it's 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 closer than it should be. Hashtag free Aaron Jones. Hashtag free Aaron Jones. That's right. All right. And then so for those who are wondering, uh, the weather will be cloudy and near freezing temperatures uh, for that game. Uh, it will snow Sunday. So they're just going to miss that snow. So the weather should be OK. Just, you know, cold will be a factor, of course. Uh, moving on to the next uh, the nightcap game for Christmas evening. We got the Indianapolis Colts at the Arizona Cardinals. Cheese, let's go ahead and talk about the Colts. Well, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think you're starting them. Who's Hot that egg. guy? Uh, you know, he's the uh, leading rusher in the uh, National Football League. But um, outside of that, uh, Michael Pittman, he was one of the guys who had a rough week last week, mainly because he got ejected. But uh, I do like Pittman in this one. I mean, it's really tough to say what you're going to get out of the Cardinals because of what happened last week. But it is at home. Cardinals now play well at home, which I don't know what the hell is up with that. So uh, I do like, obviously, Taylor. Pittman, I've kind of been up and down on, but I, I still think it's going to have to be some sort of a shootout. Uh, so that guy and I mean, not, nothing too much because Carson Wentz is, I mean, he's had those games, but then we saw last week, he didn't need to run. He didn't need to throw the ball because it was a Jonathan Taylor show. And then when he did throw the ball, it didn't look particularly pretty. So uh, not too much action, I think, on the Colts side of things besides Jonathan Taylor. All right. And in the Arizona Cardinals, Tyler, let's talk about the Redbirds. This, this is going to get interesting because obviously you usually you're talking Cardinals, you're talking Kyler Murray, you're talking DeAndre Hopkins, but Nuke has been placed on IR, so he will be out until at least the championship game if they make it that far into the playoffs. So in that case, who do – you know, I think everybody's big question is who do you turn to in times like these? We saw um, – who was it that went off last week? Was it A.J. Green did really well last week? Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz did pretty well. Yeah, A.J. Green went four for 64 on eight targets. So you like the target share there. Christian Kirk, let's see what he did. Christian Kirk went nine for 94 on 12 targets. So it seems like without Nuke there, they're really spreading the ball around. So I like both of those options. And like J. Rowe brought up, Zach Ertz at tight end has the talent, I think, in a very – you know, 11 targets for a tight end is, is fantastic at the moment. You know, tight Absolutely. ends are, are so, so hard to come by. So I think in that circumstance, I think you do like, I think I would put Christian Kirk, obviously, as the, who's going to be the wide receiver one for Arizona now. Uh, I'd probably say then it goes to Zach Ertz is kind of going to get that second tier and then AJ Green at that third tier. But all three seem to be, uh, fantasy viable and i think in a game i think this game is going to be a sneaky shootout on christmas Eve, or on christmas uh night so <clears throat> i can see all three getting in uh with the ru- running backs here james connor was a non-participant yesterday they did split touches v- pretty evenly i think james connor had maybe one or two more um but if connor is to miss chase edmonds I think jumps right into that starting role. We've seen running backs. We saw James Conner the last couple games with uh, Chase Edmonds out. We saw him being able to shine. So I think if one of those guys misses, the other guy could fill in pretty well as that full-time back. Very good. And uh, yeah, it looks like there's going to be some points to be had on Christmas night. So we'll see how that goes. So let's move on to the Sunday games in the morning. 
Our first game is going to be the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. That game is partly cloudy and in the 40s. Decent game for these two divisional rivals. We'll have Tyler started off with the New York Giants. Uh, it's looking like Saquon starting to starting to catch his groove a little bit. So, sucks for the uh, for the Giants that it's a little too little too late, but he did get 15 touches for 50 yards last week and four catches for 24. So starting to get him get him good work. So I do like Saquon in this one. Uh, anywhere else, any other position, I'm I'm not real happy about. I I believe Daniel Jones should be coming off IR here pretty soon, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he got shut down for the year, didn't he? Uh, did he? I thought I saw that. Oh yeah, with being shut down. Oh wow, I did not read that. So I don't I think mean, anyone out there is really worried about putting them <clears throat> back into their rosters. Anyways. Yeah, especially with playoff implications. So. I think I'm staying away from everybody else. Uh, maybe Graham Gano as the kicker, just a little bit of kicker love out there. But because um, I believe they're going to go with Jake Fromm, and it's just yet to be seen how effective he could be as a full time pass catcher with first team reps. So, you know, if you have those receivers and you're in the playoffs, hold on to them, see how it goes this week. Because who knows, you know. Jake Fromm did like to throw the ball a lot in college and he was a very, you know, he's a pretty good college quarterback. So if he can translate it into the NFL, you know, you could see some, some, uh, some positivity for those wide receivers. Very good. Very good. All right, cheese. Go ahead. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, they did just play on Tuesday. So coming off a short week, it might be a little, maybe they might not have the right amount of practice, but, Jalen Hurts continues to be a fantasy superstar, maybe not the best real life, uh, real quarterback, but who cares? He uh, rushed for two touchdowns and he threw one for a touchdown uh, yesterday. So I think he's still you fire him up, especially against this Giants team. Uh, The Philly defense, I think that might be kind of a, a sneaky streamer this week. We saw what the Cowboys were able to do against the Giants last week. Now, I think the uh, Cowboys defense is one of the best in the league, but uh, we saw with, the uh, Eagles defense against a struggling COVID ridden Washington team. They can, they can get it done on that side, but uh, Dallas Goddard as a patch catcher, I think he's you know a, like a solid kind of secondary type uh, tight end over there. And then, I mean, they kind of spread the ball around after that because Goddard had seven catches for 135 yards. So um, I mean, besides that, uh, maybe Devonte Smith, just because he has that big play potential, but unfortunately Tyler, it was not so much of an even trade as you thought between him and James Garner. Yeah. And, and cheese, do you think that uh, Dallas Goddard is going to exceed the, the statistics from last week in this game? I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to get past seven for one thirty-five unless he gets like two touchdowns, sure. which is possible, but because Jalen hurts rushes so well, once they get into that end zone, I mean, if he doesn't, you know, throw it to him right away, it's probably going to be Jalen Hurts rushing in for the touchdown. Very good. All right, guys, let's move on to the next game. We got the L.A. Rams going up to Minnesota to play the Vikings. We're going to take it back to Cheese covering the Rams. Well, um, once again, hot take. I think you guys are starting uh, Matthew's little Cooper Cup because he is a uh, he's a beast right now. Uh, Tyler Higby, he is still at, after testing positive, but then it was a false positive. Then he actually really tested positive. So who knows what uh, exactly he's going to be doing over there, if my screen wants to load, here we go. So Matthew Stafford, I think you're still starting on this Vikings defense. It's uh, it's kind of hit or miss. I mean, they've been in some real shootouts with the Packers, and then they're able to kind of lock down the Bears, but is the Bears. So I would suggest this one kind of has to be a shootout if the Vikings really want to keep up 
with the Rams. Uh, Sony Michelle, he had uh, 18 carries for 92 yards. So he had a uh, very good game this week. So maybe uh, fire him up. Depends on exactly what we hear because Daryl Henderson was dealing, I believe, with COVID and a little bit of an injury. So just kind of keep your eye out for that. But I mean, it was the Cooper Cup show last uh, yesterday. So it is kind of tough to, you know, pick a secondary guy. I do like Van Jefferson. He has such big play potential that I think he's a viable streaming option, especially if this is a shootout. Um, Odell, I mean, he's okay, but I think I'd rather have Van, Jeff- Van Jefferson as that second guy. I like it. And and I'm a guy who has Van Jefferson on my team. He actually blew it for me last night. Didn't get enough points, but he does look good out there. Now I got a question for you, Cheese. How do you feel about Cooper Cup? Because he has been, uh, he's been consistent all year long, putting up big numbers every game. Some naysayers out there might say, you know what? He's due for a bad game. Do you think he's going to have a bad game before now in the end of the season? Or you think he's just going to finish out strong, consistent? Uh, I mean, you look at like every play, it seems like Matthew Stafford's always looking his way. And because I'm so anal about everything, I had to go check the books to see what Cooper Cup had in his worst game. I believe the whole season was against the Seahawks earlier in the season. He still got 16 points. So even like a a quote unquote bad game is still going to get you, you know, double digits and it's still going to be a solid performance. So, you know, if Cooper and and Cooper Cup is what brought you to the to the dance. So if he shows up and, you know, God forbid, like gets an, gets an injury early in the game and just puts up like a dud, then I think you have to just take that. Yeah, definitely a fantasy MVP there. But now let's talk about the other team with a fantasy wide receiver MVP with Justin Jefferson on that team. Tyler, let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, Justin Jefferson has been an absolute monster. And, and I am a little worried. I limit my expectations of what we're going to see from Justin Jefferson this game. I know, like she said, it, uh, hopefully it is a shootout. So there is a lot of, you know, targets to go around. But I believe they will put Jalen Ramsey on Justin Jefferson. They're going to try and clamp him down. And we know that Rams secondary is very good. So uh, it will be interesting to see how he fares in that regard. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been lighting it up as usual. So those two I'm kind of firing off for sure. Adam Thielen is questionable. He 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 made it to game time decision last week, and he did suit up uh, for pregame, but didn't end up running routes with his team. So maybe with this full week, he can get out and, and actually get on the field, which if that is the case, I do like Adam Thielen, and I do like Justin Jefferson a little bit more. It takes the, you know, it, it adds that second threat out there. It, it adds a little bit more. You know, it's another guy out there they got to cover that that can really beat them. So I do like I do like Cook. I like Jefferson and hopefully Thielen as long as he uh, is healthy for this game, even though they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. I I kind of would look elsewhere for Kirk Cousins. I know he had a big mm. I know he's had big games uh, in the past, but I, it's Kirk Cousins for me, I just always think of primetime Kirk Cousins, even though it's not a primetime yeah, game. This isn't a primetime game, so he's going to go <clears> off. But but just primetime Kirk Cousins lives rent-free in my head, so mm-hmm. I just always assume he is not going to do very well. Even though his wide receivers can be going off, I just don't see – I can't see him doing that good. So if, you ha- if, you, if you're sitting there like I have Kirk Cousins or I have – I don't know. I'm trying to think of another name out there. Maybe a Mac Jones, somebody, somebody nope. in that regard. My, don't do this to me. <laughs> you almost got me, you son of a bitch. Um, or just like if, if you've been switching back and forth between your QBs, I think I look 
off of Kirk Cousins this week. Very good. All right, guys, let's move it on to the next game. We got Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Last time these two met up, it was not the best of conditions. And once again, before we get started, yes, there is rain in the forecast and a chance of sleet late in the game. There's going to be a, a snow system coming in. So another uh, foul weather game. So we'll start off with the Buffalo Bills. Tyler, let's go ahead and talk about them. Beautiful. All right. Um I still like Josh Allen. I know, I know for Josh Allen owners out there, you've been a little, you haven't been too happy. He isn't what he was last year, but I think he still has that ability and divisional matchup trying to figure out who's going to, who's going to be atop this AFC East. I think Buffalo comes out strong this game. So I like Josh Allen. I like Steph. Knox has been their red zone target, of course. And one kind of sleeper guy that's that's starting to emerge. I like Gabriel Davis. Cole Beasley yes. tested positive for COVID this week, and Cole Hate Beasley has Cole, Cole Beasley has been openly anti-vax. So obviously, I believe he's going to be out for this week. I don't think he's going to be able to clear uh, the protocols in time. Um, but Gabriel Davis has really shined when when both Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders have been out, and even when Emmanuel Sanders has played. I think uh, Davis has really, really taken the reins. So I like him as their wide receiver too this week. Uh, maybe a, uh, a flex in some deeper leagues. Um, and that's pretty much it. The running back situation with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss has just kind of been – Singletary has obviously taken the reins and he's been that guy. But I just don't think they, they're running the ball all that all. I know last week, 22 for 86 – or 22, t- 22 touches, 86 yards, but that was against a bad Carolina team. I think they're going to have a different game plan going against New England this week where they're going to want to run or air the ball out a little bit more and, and beat them that way. Very nice. And then she's let's talk about the Pat Riots. So a couple weeks ago when these two teams played, they played in the wind tunnel. Only three passes from Mac Jones. I will say he's probably going to throw more than three passes in this one. So um with the running backs, Damon Harris was out. Ramondre Stevenson got the workload, but uh, the Colts were able to lock him down. So it was more of a Brandon Bolden game because he's more the pass catcher. So just keep an eye out on you know Damon Harris's health because I think if he's out, it's going to be another Ramondre Stevenson types game. But because it's not going to be a wind tunnel and they're going to throw the ball a little bit more, um, I say temper expectations because if you go back and look at the numbers from last from last time they played the bills only allowed like three yards a carry besides like that one long touchdown run. They pretty much like kind of locked him down. So um, I would say, you know, don't expect him to play the exact same way they did a few weeks ago. So uh, Hunter Henry, he killed me last week. He had two touchdowns. Uh, He was the main target for uh, Mac Jones in the, in the red zone. And then Jacoby Myers, he got, uh, was it's uh, 12 targets, six caught six for 44 yards. So I think it goes Hunter Henry and then Jacoby Myers. I'm a lot more confident in Hunter Henry than Myers, just because it's a tight end position and he looks for him in the end zone. So I think out of everyone, I'm starting Henry, uh, Nick Folk, the kicker had a kind of a rough game, but that was just kind of more game plan. And uh, in the weather, maybe they're going to have a, you know, and the bills defense, I think, and stop them. So uh, don't, don't worry. Nick Folk was just another one of those guys who had a bad fantasy week. And I think he'll bounce back here. I like that. Hunter Henry call. Definitely start him, I believe. Uh, so let's move on to the next game. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers division matchup. Uh, this game is going to be a beautiful one. 70 degrees, sunny cheese. Let's go ahead and talk about the Buccaneers. 
So the Buccaneers uh, coming off that just terrible shutout from the uh, Saints on Sunday night. Uh, they're banged up. Chris Godwin out for the year with a torn ACL. Mike uh, Evans is day to day, week to week. So we don't exactly know what his status is going to be. Leonard Fournette has a shoulder injury, I believe, or ankle. Some, he has some sort of injury and he's going to be out pretty much the entire uh, regular season. So uh, this team is all sorts of banged up. Uh, we might see the return of Antonio Brown. Uh, he might be coming back. He is also dealing with, he was dealing with an injury before he got suspended for the fake vaccination card. So um, it's, it's really tough, but Carolina's defense, I think is like sneaky good. So I think they can, you know, don't say, you know, it's going to be a bounce back and Tom Brady is going to go off. But uh, if we're going to go running backs, I mean, Ronald Jones, he has to be the guy we've seen. He's dealing with uh, fumble issues. They did say Le'Veon Bell, but I would say maybe you're not picking him up and starting him by any means. So Ronald Jones is a, a good start there. And then with the receivers, um, if there's no Mike Evans, then I mean, just kind of going down the list. I don't even know. Like Scotty Miller, Keyshawn Vaughn, that's a running back. So uh, I think you're kind of hoping that maybe Antonio Brown gets a start, but uh, Tom Brady, he's going to figure it out because he's Tom Brady. Yeah. Very good. And then uh, Tyler Carolina. Well, just just to touch on, I like Tyler Johnson as well. Tyler Johnson and Scotty Miller are probably the my, my two guys if Antonio Brown doesn't play. Just just in Tampa Bay, just to give my my little input. Uh, Carolina has just been they they can't seem to figure it out at all. Um, I, I like DJ Moore just because he's going to get a lot of he's going to get a lot of looks from from Cam Newton. Uh, but with the running back situation, Chuba Hubbard just isn't the guy I think, I think he struggled with pass catching as a running back. And that's kind of, that's kind of where they like to go in Carolina with their running backs. Not, not too many uh, straight up handoffs. So I don't, I, I don't think you're confident playing Chuba Hubbard this week. And then their pass catcher, pass catching running back Amir Abdullah. He's not really good on, on straight up handoffs. So he's got to get a, most of the pass catching work and it, it if you're going, if you absolutely have to start a running back, I would say to start Amir Abdullah because he is going to get that pass catching work in a PPR league. Uh, and then Robbie Anderson has been getting a little bit more work going here, but I still don't not I'm not confident enough to play him in the playoffs. So I think your only real option here is is DJ Moore, and and that's pretty much it out of Carolina. They the, they have to figure something out next season because this this team should this team on paper should be a lot better than they are playing very good and then um i do have a question from listener justin in south la um it's a two-part question one uh do i start gronkowski or tyler Brait? and the second question is what do we expect exactly out of tom brady after a shitty performance last week so I think with the tight ends, you're going you're going Gronk. I mean, we saw he he got targets last week, even though he didn't really uh, haul a lot of them in. What did he get? He had what is this? Come on, can I? I can't see anything. He had 11 targets last week. Only caught two of them, so he was getting the looks from Tom Brady. But the the Saints defense was just really good last week. So I'm starting Gronk. Um, I kind of said it just you know it's Tom Brady. You got to start him. I believe he's still kind of like the number one guy in fantasy, or he's at least you know leading the league in touchdowns and uh, passing yards. So, um, yeah, he his weapons aren't going to be the same, but I think he's going to be able to to uh, you know figure it out. And I don't know what other better option. Like, sure, if Tyler Huntley's out there and you're feeling a little frisky, pick up Tyler Huntley. 
go for it. Yeah, I, I, good. Was, uh, I was gonna yeah, say go ahead, well, like Tom Brady. I don't think you're you're too worried. He's always kind of struggled against the Saints defense, and we've seen that when he was on the Patriots. We've seen that even just this past year against playing against the Saints. So I think playing in Carolina, good weather. Um, I don't think I'm too worried about starting Tom Brady. And uh, and again with Gronk, Gronk has shown to be a, a favorited target of Brady. So uh, I'm with Cheese on both of those. Yeah, and then and then Tom to add to all that, Tom Brady um, probably lost you your fantasy uh, first round matchup for most of you out there. If you're lucky enough to get slide by into the second round, maybe the rest of the team carried you. You got Tom Brady here in the second round. Good luck. I mean, it's, I think it's going to work out. So nice call there, guys. So let's move on to the next game. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars powerhouse matchup against the New York Jets. Cheese, go ahead and get uh, get started with the Jaguars. Oh, yeah, the Jaguars, they uh, fire Urban Meyer. And then what do they do? They come out and continue to suck. But James Robinson did get the looks and touches that he wants. Just another guy who killed me last week, but we're not going to talk about that. So, uh, I mean, going against the Jets, everybody, uh, you know, can run the ball against the Jets. So, I think big James Robinson game. Um, then outside of that, I mean, maybe like uh, Oshak Hennessy, the tight end, maybe if you're, you know, kind of a little desperate. But it's really just like the James Robinson show. Maybe this can be like a little sneaky shootout. Because it's a bad team, but I mean, we thought that was going to be the case last week with uh, Tennessee or not Tennessee, the Texans, and with the Jets, pretty much the entire team tested for COVID. It's they're going to be even more depleted. So, Tyler, what do you see from the Jets side? Great matchup here. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. I I think we're 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 in agreement in the same regard of everybody can run against the Jets. Everybody can run against the the Jaguars. So, uh, Michael Carter coming off injury, I think he has a. He was a little slow start uh, this past week coming off injury, only eight for 18, but I do believe they get him back into the full swing of things and get him going completely. So I think he, uh, I think he has a pretty good game. That's it. <laughs> Everybody yeah. else is just Zach, Zach Wilson. <laughs> you don't trust the intercept. Maybe their defense is just because we know both of these quarterbacks love to throw interceptions and you're just kind of banking on, you're banking on the interceptions and and the misplays and the fumbles and stuff like that. And you're just hoping that they don't get themselves into a, a into a bad team shootout, you know? Yeah. I, I, I see in this matchup, there is going to be some gems in there. So uh, definitely some, uh, some, some people to look at. So uh, if you're considering anybody in the flex uh, positions or whatnot. So moving on to the next game, we got the Detroit Lions at the Atlanta Falcons. Tyler going to get started with the Lions. Jeez, sorry, sorry. I, I hit the wrong team when I was pulling up their team. Oh, stuff. no worries. So, Tyler, yeah, Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. I mean, sorry, Dominic, out there, if you're listening. I know you're not listening, uh, but you should listen because Cheese told you last week. Well, I don't know if he said it on the podcast, but he said it to you. I texted personally. to him personally to pick personally, up a Rod St. Brown. Rod St. Brown, and he absolutely went off. And I think he can have another good game this week. Even with uh, uh, Jared Cook testing for the COVIDs? You mean Jared Goff? Jared Goff? What did I say? You said Jared Cook. Jared Cook, Jared Goff. I mean, maybe they'll Close pick enough. up Jared. Maybe they'll trade for Jared Cook, even though it's after the trade deadline and make him start because, you know, Jared Goff has COVID. So who who is going to start in place of Jared Goff? Is it going to be Tim Boyle or do they have? Dan Campbell suiting up. Dan, Dan Campbell. <laughs> that would be the most Dan Campbell shit of I can all see time. that. 
Um, yes, even if Jared Goff is out, because they still have him projected to be playing. He tested positive for COVID on Monday. I'm feeling good. Uh, I had some popped up Sunday night. So if he can get, I don't know if he is a vaccinated player or not, but if he is, he there is a chance that he comes out and he can play on Sunday. Uh, but if not, and it is Tim Boyle, yes, I still do like Amon St. Brown because I said this two weeks ago on Thanksgiving, even though Detroit starts a backup, their number one receiver for some reason always still goes off. So mm-hmm. I do like that. And uh, DeAndre Swift, if he can't make it back, Jamal Williams, I think, bumps into that kind of must start. But he is expected to to return to practice this week. So either way, you're starting – you're starting DeAndre Swift if he plays, and if he doesn't play, I think you have to start Jamal Williams because of how bad Atlanta's defense is. All right, and cheese uh, the Atlanta Falcons. So the Atlanta Falcons, this is in Atlanta, so no weather to uh, – well, both these teams play in the Dome, so it doesn't even matter. But uh, Russell Gage, he has you know come on, and he's been the top option for – uh, Matt Ryan these last few weeks with no Calvin Ridley. Uh, so he went off last week on my bench. Great, great showing by Russell Gage there. So I think this against the Lions, yeah, they had a good showing against the uh, Cardinals, but Tyler read off some of the Cardinal stats last week from the wide receivers. They still put up some points. So uh, I think Russell Gage is good. Is a good start there. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I mean, four for 77. He, you know, got his looks, got a couple catches. And I think if you have him, you probably don't have too many better options. So I think you're going with him on that one. Uh, Cordell Patterson, yeah, he put up a clunker last week. But, I mean, if you were fortunate enough to keep play, uh, move on in the playoffs, you're still going to start him. Uh, Young Way Koo, the kicker, got to show some love to the kickers. Um, I think the Falcons, both teams, I think the Falcons will definitely put up points in this one. And whether it's extra points or field goals, he is going to, I think, have a good game. Very nice. And then uh, we do have a question from listener June. Uh, he is in the semifinals, and he is asking – who to start to, uh, this week against uh, between my, Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill? He, uh, he usually kind of goes back and forth between the two. Which who should he start, guys? Both of them give you no real rushing upside. So, well, I mean, Ryan Tannehill does kind of sneak into the end zone a few times, but um, I kind of said it. I do like this 49ers defense. The secondary is a little suspect, but I, I'm still going. I think with Matt Ryan because it is the Lions and they are playing at home. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, fuck, man. I I would go Matt Ryan, too. I mean, especially with Ryan Tannehill. He doesn't have uh, A.J. Brown. He doesn't have Julio Jones. Not saying Julio Jones does much, but uh, losing those wide receivers in the Niners defense is still pretty solid, and they're still kind of in the hunt for the playoffs. So I do like that over – or I do like Matt Ryan over uh, Ryan Tannehill for this week. Okay, and then uh, June, I'm going to say the same thing. Go with Matt Ryan as well. So the consensus is there for Matt Ryan. Moving on to the next game, we got the LA Chargers at the Houston Texans. We're going to give uh, the LA Chargers the cheese. So they were in a absolute shootout last week with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, pretty much everyone that you started, well, you know, Justin Herbert had a good game. Keenan Allen had a fantastic game. I mean, Austin Eckler, he, you're pretty much, you know, the same guys you're starting them, but, but Austin Eckler is dealing with some sort of injury. Uh, was it ankle or something like that? But uh, if he is out, I think this is going to be more of a committee. But if you have to pick one, I guess you have to go with Justin Jackson. Uh, he had 13 carries last week, 86 yards, actually outrushed 
Austin Eckler last week. So um, wow. if you're looking for a handcuff, if you need, you know, an emergency starter, I think Justin Jackson is the guy, but don't expect it to be a one for one plug and play on that front. And Mike Williams, a kind of another disappointing game, even though it was a high scoring affair. Um, I mean, we see this every week. It's kind of like the Tyler Lockett situation. You just have to put them in and not really think about it, but it is a good matchup against the Texans. It is, you know, don't got to worry about no weather. It's inside. I, I mean, I guess you could start Mike Williams if you want to. I'm a little scared, but it all just depends on who you got. Very good. All right, Tyler, Houston Texans. I, I was getting ready to absolutely just demolish David Coley, their head coach over there in Houston, because uh, it came out last week. He, he came out and said David Johnson is going to be our lead back. Uh, just for David Johnson to get six carries to Rex Burkhead's like 15. Uh, and then I saw that David Johnson had an undisclosed injury so that David Coley, you're saved for now, but still fuck you in, in, in some regard. So if you're going to choose a running back, Rex Burkhead, I think is your guy to go with. He, he showed a lot of talent too. And, and David Johnson might not play this week. Uh, and we know the Chargers run defense has been absolutely terrible this week. It has been their kryptonite all or this year. It's been their kryptonite all year. So I like Rex Burkhead and I like Brandon Cooks because Brandon Cooks has proven to be that wide receiver one. And he does get a lot of looks. Uh, so I believe Brandon Cooks, I think that's pretty much the only people you're playing. Uh, Davis Mills, I don't think you're you're firing him up in the in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, Cooks looked magnificent last week. So nice call there on him and on Rex Burkhead. Uh, let's move on to the last of the morning games. We got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, partly cloudy in the 50s in the jungle there. Cheese, go ahead and get started with the Baltimore Ravens. So I said a little bit earlier, Tyler Huntley, he had a phenomenal game last week, I believe. After uh, all said and done, he was the number one quarterback in fantasy. Don't know what's going on. With uh, Lamar Jackson's ankle, he might be able to play. He might not. But uh, going against the Bengals, uh, their defense has been kind of hit or miss. They had a good week last week against the Broncos. So um, I said it earlier, you know, if you're feeling frisky, fire him up. If you have Lamar Jackson, I think he's definitely a good kind of plug and play starter over there. I mean, Mark Andrews, he's just bursted onto the scene and he's like, you know what? I need to be in that top tier mix with Kittle and Kelsey. Um, so he's he is fantastic. Okay. He's a, he, he's a dude. He's a, uh, he's going to get his Marquise Brown. He caught 10 catches for 43 yards. I don't know how you get that many catches in that little yardage, but I think you still kind of have to look at him as a, a flex option or, you know, wide receiver two type play. Justin Tucker, he's going to do his uh, Ravens defense. It's going to be, it's going to be a struggle because we saw what happened last time. These two teams played Joe Burrow, absolutely aired it out on them. Tyler, uh, is it going to be the same thing? I'm just, uh, I think the Ravens defense is going to smarten up and Jamar Chase owners, me being one of them, you've seen his, his, uh, you've seen his play go down of, of late. And I think you still have to limit your expectations of what he's going to bring you. And I think especially this, you know, you look to, to last time they played and he absolutely had a monster game. But I think Baltimore also sees that, and I think they hone in a little bit more on Jamar Chase. I still think Joe Burrow airs it out. I, I would play Joe Burrow in this, but I think he's going to look more T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd's way. I could absolutely <laughs> see it shaking down to be T. Higgins, the wide receiver one, Tyler Boyd, the wide receiver two, and Jamar Chase uh, sadly being that third wide receiver uh, when it comes in for the stats. 
And then Joe Mixon, another guy who's, you know, he, he started off strong. He had like a six, six games where he had at least one touchdown, six games in a row or something like that. Now he's fallen off. He's still getting most of the workload. He did have a little bit of a ankle injury this past weekend. So I do believe that uh, they are saying that he, that the reports are still looking good. He should play, but if for some reason he does not play, Samaj P. Ryan has stepped, can step up to be that guy. Yeah, the uh, man, the Cincinnati Bengals, man, they they hurt me in my league, uh, one of my leagues last week. I had Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, and Jamar Chase all going for me, combined for twenty two points, yeah. measly twenty two. It hurt, and I, I didn't lose by very much, and that that one just truly hurt, man. So. I would say personally, yeah, these guys should be having a bounce back game. But like Tyler is saying, limit expectations with Jamar Chase. Look out, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, I mean, he's got he's got options there offensively. So uh, let's move on to the afternoon games. We just have three of them. The first one is Chicago Bears at the Seattle Seahawks. Tyler's going to get started with the Chicago Bears. So reports just came out today that um, damn, where to go? There it is. Well, before just you a- before you catch it there, uh, I just want to ma- make it known that light snow all weekend in the Seattle area. Uh, the temperature is going to be below freezing around game time and a 40 percent chance uh, of snow falling during the game. OK, guys. So um, go ahead, Tyler. Uh, Justin Fields suffered an ankle injury during Monday night's game. He'll be limited in practice this week. Uh, so there's a chance that Justin Fields doesn't play and Andy Dalton is still on the COVID list. So. No. It could be a it could be a big dick Nick game. Nick Foles might might be making his uh, might be making yeah. an appearance. If, Nick Foles. If if Justin Fields doesn't go, and if for some reason Andy Dalton stays on the COVID list, um, if if that is the case, I'm not afraid to start Darnell Mooney. I, I kind of I kind of uh, Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson. I, I like Nick Foles or Nick Foles's ability to throw the ball. He's shown it well in the past. And then of course, David Montgomery is, is David Montgomery. He's a beast. Uh, I do like the bears defense as well. Seattle, you know, Russell Wilson has really, really struggled this year, especially even more so after coming off of the injury. Uh, And I think the bears defense has still has that potential to be the bears defense that we all know. And, and is strong like that. So uh, I wouldn't mind starting the Bears defense in this game. Yeah, to uh, piggyback on that, the uh, I was looking at statistics uh, for the fantasy season uh, going up to week 14. The Chicago Bears were actually the best defense uh, in fantasy uh, statistically, uh, just just finishing just above the Dallas Cowboys. I thought the Dallas Cowboys would have been statistically the best defense, but the Chicago Bears defense is for real. So I would definitely have confidence in that in that defense so yep. uh, you, you also get their special teams yeah. along with it and their special teams yes. have been very very well has been playing very well very yes very much yeah thank you for adding that uh cheese uh seattle seahawks so yeah you guys kind of touched on it the seahawks offense has been kind of struggling recently and the bears defense you know it can it can show up when it needs to i mean we saw last uh on monday they had pretty much an entire you know bench squad as a secondary and they still played well against Monday night primetime Kirk Cousins. So, uh, I mean, they're, they're dealing with COVID, you know, Tyler Lockett and uh, Alex Collins were out last week. So that does hurt them. Uh, DJ Dallas and Rashad Penny split the carries. Uh, Penny had more carries, but Dallas had more yardage and a touchdown. So that one's kind of hard to really, you know, differentiate 
who you're going to start up at uh, DK Metcalf, even though it was kind of his show. I think the Rams kind of locked in on him and limited him to, to six catches for, was it 52 yards? So um, Gerald Everett, I think he has kind of emerged as a, a viable option uh, with Russell Wilson's mallet finger. I don't think he can really throw the ball downfield accurately. So just kind of getting a lot of check downs with Gerald Everett. I think that does uh, prove valuable. And DK, um, if Tyler Lockett is playing, I would definitely avoid DK. We've seen him, you know, too many times that he's just kind of disappointed. So um, I think it's kind of simple if Tyler Lockett's playing, maybe avoid him. And if he's not playing, then, you know, a reluctant start. Yeah, I concur. Take take heed to that, everybody. Uh, uh, let's move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Tyler, go ahead and get started with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the... I don't know. Like, like we said, when we were talking about um, who's making it in the CTE league, I don't know how Ish is doing it with big Ben as his cue. He's got big Ben and Ryan Tannehill. I don't know how he's getting it done in that regard, but uh, I'm, I'm staying away from it this, this week. I think you have two viable starters and that's Najee Harris and, and Deontay Johnson. And you only like Deontay Johnson as a flex and it's because of the tar- he gets a lot of targets. We know Big Ben really likes really likes uh, Deontay Johnson. So I think that's pretty much it. Maybe Chris Boswell. I think they they have enough to get down into the red zone. But I think that Chiefs defense has proven to be super strong. They're they're they really turned it on this second half of the the season. Um, so maybe Chris Boswell will get a few few field goals in there for you. But it, I think that's it. How are you feeling about the Muth, man? I think he's under a concussion protocol, questionable for this week. How do you feel about the Muth? He is, and I, I, you know, when you see a tight end get at least five or six targets a game, you, your mouth froths just be just due to the fact that tight ends yeah. are so so bad, and they have been so bad in fantasy regards uh, the last couple years. So I do like I do like Fryermuth. I think. I think you can start him, but I just don't, you know, he's, he's that, he's that third tier below, you know, you have your, you have your Kelsey's, your Kittles, you have your Mark Andrews, your, your, um, I don't even know who else to throw into that Mark Andrew category, Darren Waller, yeah. guys like that. And then he's kind of a tier below with like Noah Fant, uh, Friar uh, Tyler Conklin, guys like that. Yeah, so yeah. You're not expecting that big, you know, 15, 20 games, but you know, if they if they get four catches and a and a touchdown in there, you're really happy with what with with what they got. Wonderful. And let's talk about that team with the top tier, uh tier one tight end. Uh Chiefs talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they might not have might not have their top tier tight end because they have a major COVID outbreak going on right now. Tyree Kill, wow, Travis Kelsey, Harrison Buckner. Uh, Josh Gordon, and then even the backup tight end, Blake Bell, I believe, are all out with COVID right now. So with the new protocols, if you're vaccinated, uh, you could be able to come back a lot sooner than what you could last time. So uh, this is kind of the first week with the new protocols in place. So it's going to be interesting to see what all these different uh, teams can be able to do. So obviously, Kelsey and Hill, you got to watch out for that. But luckily, Patrick Mahomes has not tested positive yet. You know, God God willing that okay. he's, he's good. So uh, that will help you out. Uh, I think this is if... Kelsey and Hill are out. I think this is going to be a big uh, CEH game, wide, uh, running back type game. So even uh, Daryl Williams, maybe he can be a, a possible flex option 
Uh, we've seen with that Pittsburgh defense, they cannot really stop the run too much. We saw what Delvin Cook did a couple of weeks ago. Even the Titans were able to run it on them quite a bit uh, last week. So with a lot of their pass catchers out, I think the Chiefs kind of have to establish the run and kind of work uh, that way. Uh, if you need to look for a fill-in, I mean, Byron Pringle and Michael Hardman are kind of the two guys that stand out. It's kind of hard because I need to go back and look to see what happened like last time Hill was out. So, I mean, maybe it's the kind of more of a dart throw in either one of them. Just hope that Hill and Kelsey can come back in time. Good stuff, everybody. If you're a Chiefs uh, uh, fantasy owner, please uh, keep a close eye on that. See what's going on with that. Uh, last game of the afternoon will be the Denver Broncos at the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs, let's talk about the Broncos. So the Broncos, uh, I mean, it's pretty much just like the, the running backs is the only viable option you can really go after. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he major concussion. He was out. It looks scary. He is. Uh, yeah. He got out of the out of the hospital, so he should be fine. But it looks like it's oh, going to be a, a Drew Locke type game. You know, he puts on for a city, so you never know. He might you know go off against the Raiders. But um, I, I think it's still you got to look at the running backs are going to be the guys to. Uh, to start uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon up against this uh, Raiders defense. They points can be had rushing yards can be had. We saw what Nick Chubb did in the second half on Monday. So I think both of them you're starting. Uh, it will be interesting to see what you lock could do. Cause he is more of a gunslinger. He's going to throw it more downfield. Um, the Raiders defense, like maybe like a streaming option just because the turnovers drew lock offers and the uh, sacks. But um, I think really just, the running backs is all you're looking for. Maybe, maybe Noah Fant, Tyler said he's kind of in that second tier, but the passing offense just is not good in, in Denver right now. Yeah. Right. And, and when, right. Noah, right. no, when Noah Fant was, uh, you know, when Drew Locke was the main quarterback before they went out and got Teddy Bridgewater, he still, Drew Locke wasn't a fan of targeting his tight end. So uh, as a Noah Fant owner, I'm a little weary, you know, everybody, Drew Locke, like you said, is kind of the more courageous will throw the ball, uh, we'll get a little out there, you know. Uh, I'm still worried as a Noah fan owner, but as you alluded to with the Raiders, you know, that defense can be viable. It has probably been the strongest point on the Raiders team of late, so I, I, I wouldn't mind firing them up, uh, just because, like you said, the interceptions, the sacks, they've been playing really well. Um, I like Josh Jacobs in this game. We, we saw the last time that they played Denver, uh, it was more Kenyon Drake than Josh Jacobs, but with Kenyon Drake being on IR, I think Josh Jacobs getting most of the the work, he'll do just fine. Hunter Renfro has been starting to get keyed in on by defenses, uh, making other wide receivers beat beat them. Uh, but I do believe Darren Waller <clears throat> is on his way back. There's not a, a they're not for sure gonna play this. He's not for sure gonna play this week, but he's only listed as questionable. Hopefully he can get back. If he gets back, I think that opens up Renfro and I believe Darren Waller. So I, I like Jacobs. I like Waller, I like Renfro, and I like uh, the Raiders defense this week. And Derek Carr is a streaming option. You know, he's been throwing the ball uh, there a lot. So he's going to get you that PPR, uh, that PPR magic. Do you guys think that uh, Derek Carr owners out there who are thinking about starting him should have confidence in um, him playing a whole game being okay statistically? I think uh, again. I think we say we say this a lot on the. Uh, saw what the Broncos did to Joe Burrow last week. 
that's true. And I say, it, we say this a lot on the, on the podcast, you know, it all depends on who you have, who's, a, who's that other guy on your team um, with confidence. I'm not a hundred percent sure because I've never been a hundred percent confident with Derek Carr at lit, you know? So it's going to be tough. It, it, it'll be tough. If you play him and he goes off, you're, you're more than ecstatic, but if you play him and he, and he drops a stinker, you shouldn't be, you should, you should know what you're going to get when you, when you're starting Derek Carr pretty much. Very good. Very good. Okay. Let's move on to the Sunday night football game. We got the Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys at Jerry world. She's get it started with the uh, football team. Well, the, uh, the football team, they're also kind of dealing with the COVIDs as well. So, wow. uh, you know, just kind of look out for, for updates and of that nature. Uh, Terry McLaurin, um, He's like still the guy over there, but he has kind of struggled uh, recently. Uh, Antonio Gibson, he went down with an injury, so he was out of the game on Tuesday. So another thing you got to keep an eye out on, J.D. McKissick out for, I think, like the second or third straight game. He's been dealing with a uh, pretty bad concussion. So if McKissick is able to clear protocol and Gibson is out, then I do like McKissick in that spot. Um, it all just depends on kind of, you know, practice and stuff because he has been down for so long, but um, kind of outside of that, uh, Jared Patterson, he was the guy who filled in. He did get a touchdown, so maybe he's a guy to, hmm. to fire up there. Uh, okay. Ricky Seals Jones, tight end with no Logan Thomas. He's kind of one of, I'd say, like a third tier uh, tight end if you're just kind of messing around trying to look for streaming options. Very good. And then, uh, Tyler, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. So we did see the return of Tony Pollard last week, and there everybody was questioning whether they were going to you know, kind of take it easy off of his, he, he was out the week before. Um, and I believe it was 12 touches to Zeke 16. So it looks like he's kind of getting right back into the mix there. Uh, and I do think, I do think Tony Pollard is startable, even though Zeke is playing. I, I just, the talent is, is there. He's, he's too good of a running back to, to not play in a, at least a flex capacity, especially against a uh, not so good Washington team. Um, I think Dak should be in for a good game again, or should get back on track with a good game. Uh, so I like Dak. I like CD lamb. I like Amari Cooper. I, I, I think this, this is a, a game where if you're, if you're a Dallas uh, players owner, if you have stock in Dallas, I think you play their guys with confidence. I think you're nice. you're you're happy about the matchup going into this week, and I, sure. I, I like I like the Cowboys defense too. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely, big absolutely there. Uh, yeah, um, and I'm sure there's some fantasy teams out there. I don't know if they're this far in the playoffs or not, but there's a lot of teams out there who are the big homer teams. Always the Dallas Cowboys. So there's always that guy out there who's got to have all those Cowboys. They're kind of the stereotypical homer team. Um, I do have a question. Oh, I'm sorry, cheese. <laughs> or, the, or or me yeah, and, the, and that doesn't pan out well uh, I do have another question here uh, this comes from uh, Andy in Jacksonville uh, best Ball. pickup option will be Peoples Jones or Seals Jones a couple of the hyphens Jones there what do you guys think uh, see their faces right now it's, like, I, <laughs> it's tough I, I do like 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 she said Peoples Jones can be a guy next year yeah, I just don't see Ricky Seals Jones being a guy in general. So I, I, I would, I would go, I'd go Peoples Jones, Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's I, the Cleveland guy. I think I, I, yeah. I got to go with Peoples Jones as well, especially like if 
Jarvis Landry isn't playing. Someone's got to cast patches. And we, and we saw uh, in the Monday game that he, if he, you know, hauled in that one catch, he, his night would have looked a lot different. So I'll go with people's Jones as well. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll vote on people's Jones too. So that's a three Oh vote there. Um, shout out to Andy in Jacksonville. And I got one more uh, question here, moving on to the Monday night football game. This is the Miami dolphins at the new Orleans saints. June sends in another question live, just sent it a few minutes ago. He says, hey, so I got a guy, Waddle, that says he's projected to get zero points, He's, uh, but he is eligible to play. Uh, is he going to have some good points and a decent projection by game time? What do you guys think, Waddle? So I'm, I'm reading here just now. It's saying that he's going to be activated off the COVID-19 list. Uh, that's what forced him to miss last week's game against okay. the Jets. So – yeah, if he plays, he he should have. He's he's proven to be Tua's guy. He he seems to to feed Jalen Waddle. So uh, if you're if you are a Waddle owner, I think you're you're definitely playing him this week. Okay, go ahead and keep it going on the Dolphins there, Tyler. All righty. Uh, after Jalen Waddle, I think you have you know Miles Gaskin should have a decent game i you know we just seen new orleans absolutely shut down tom brady uh but tua's got that running ability and i like you know i like i like the way he's able to move the pocket he can it's a it's a whole lot different uh trying to game plan for brady than it is the game plan for tua i think tua's athleticism can can lead him past some of those things that brady just isn't physically able to do uh so i do think this is going to be a a more high scoring game than we saw in that 9-0 game uh this past week so i i like jalen waddle i like uh miles gaskin and i'm uh, travis yeah i think you started him a week too early i think this is a week where where tua can have a a decent game because i think they're going to be down and i think they're going to have to throw the ball a lot more and let's not forget, I think they're they're what six six in a row, seven in a row. The the, yeah. the Dolphins have won. They're riding high. Mm-hmm. They're playing hot. You know, you, you want to feed that hot hand. So, uh, I yeah. I like some of these Miami guys. Very good, very good. And cheese before you finish it out with New Orleans, do you have anything to add about Waddle? No, I mean Waddle. Tyler kind of explained it. He is his guy. I would like to ask Tyler a question because he completely didn't even talk about Duke Johnson, who had a hundred yards oh, yeah. and two touchdowns. And you said Miles Gaskin, but what does the Duke Johnson big game last week have to do with Miles Gaskin, who didn't have COVID? He was there. He was playing. I honestly completely forgot about Duke Johnson. I'm not going to lie. That's okay. A lot uh, of people forgot about Duke Johnson until they popped up and said, oh, look, he scored a touchdown. Yeah. What What the fuck happened there? I'm trying I'm trying to read up now to sit, figure out what's activated from the – so he had li- – He looked well, good last week. He, he definitely did. He did have limited uh, – Gaskin did have limited reps during the week he had mm. he, he was only lifted from the COVID list on friday so maybe that was a reason but now with with duke johnson absolutely going off i think we see a little bit more of a split so maybe take that take you know that that's <laughs> that's tyler not not paying as much attention as he should not watch gotta the watch tape. the tape you gotta, gotta watch, watch the, tape. the tape that you know this is why we miss travis on this program because travis absolutely watches the tape um so maybe a little bit more of a split with Gaskin and Duke Johnson. Uh, I don't know who you would start out of that because obviously Duke Johnson showed the the talent, but we all know who Duke Johnson is and, and 
is he going to be able to repeat that? I don't think so. I think Miles Gaskin obviously has the more talent. So if you're going to lean one way, I think Gaskin is the way you lean, but it's going to be split now, I think. So it's it it just further cements Jalen Waddle to a tag of Iloa and and maybe Mike Kosicki because tight ends are so uh so out there. Very, very good. And cheese, go ahead and finish it out here with the New Orleans Saints. So last week it was obviously an ugly game with the Saints and the uh, Buccaneers, but uh I've been I was trying to will this into existence at the preseason with Marquez Callaway did not pan out as well. And then finally, you know, week 15, he finally decides to show up, catches six uh, for 112. That is uh, almost all of Taysom Hill's passing yards. He threw for 154 yards. So Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara didn't do a lot rushing the ball. I mean, I would be expected against the Buccaneers going against the Dolphins defense. that I do think is quite good i mean they're playing out of their minds right now so they, i mean this is a big game for both teams both of them seven and seven looking to get into the playoff as a wild card team so um i mean marquez callaway i've been kind of talking him up recently i still don't think you want to start him especially this deep into the season but Taysom hill i still have more faith in him that he will have a bounce back week and obviously there's more rushing ability than throwing the ball because he just i am not sold on him throwing the ball whatsoever so hopefully our king james winston can get healthy and be the starter next year uh, Alvin Kamara, you're still firing him up. Mark Ingram, I mean, not nothing there. So, I mean, it's really just like Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, maybe the Saints defense if you're kind of feeling frisky because of what they did last week against the Buccaneers. And uh, Tua can get a little reckless with the ball sometimes. So maybe them. Very good, very good, good stuff, guys. Um, before we close it out, uh, we did have we did not have a commissioner's corner today, but I, I did want to throw out a couple of things to uh, uh, commissioners out there or just fantasy in general. Um, the constellation brackets are going to be starting soon, uh, or actually this week for some of the leagues. So um, make sure you guys have those uh, those punishments in place, and maybe hopefully a uh, constellation cash prize for the the one who finishes on top. Make sure to stay on top of your uh, of your league and just let them know what's going on. Also, <clears throat> to commissioners out there, if you have anybody who's been eliminated already out of the playoffs, might be a good idea to go to your edit locks and to your control features uh, to maybe uh, uh, you know prevent guys from adding and dropping players. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. Not saying they're going to collude, but they're just going to drop player drop players and just start doing favors for other teams. So uh, that's kind of up to you if you want to do that or not. Uh, and then also for those who are out of it and are feeling very sad, like a couple of us are here, um, start thinking about maybe doing after the fantasy season is over, uh, the fantasy playoff challenge. That's something we all did last year. Uh, I do see that uh, the apps are, are offering that. So that's something that you may want to look into, because I know once this is all said and done and over with, we're going to be missing the shit out of fantasy football. So it's something you may want to get into. I know I'm going to be facilitating that this year. That was a lot of that was a lot of fun last year, J Row. So I'm excited to to hopefully get that back again this year. Yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna do that. And this time it'll it'll be a lot easier for us because the automated app will take care of all I, the I was gonna say doing doing the math myself was <laughs> it was a little bit. It, it, it was a lot. Um, it was it was it was definitely tedious. We do have a last minute submission question from a we're gonna call him a listener at the moment, but also a, a former co-host, Travis. All right. Uh, he, says, he says, I'm calling on you guys for help. I'm at a loss for my flex. Please help. Ha ha. And then he just kind of sent us his entire lineup. Which now, is this, think, now, is this his team playing against mine? This is this league? is his team playing against J Row. So, oh, the, no. Oh, okay. so the J Row can't help. J-Row, I cannot help. I, I'm sorry to say this, pal, but 
you cannot help. We are going to read this on air, though. For I, I need the competition. I am the num- I'm the number one seed. So go ahead and give him as it much is, as you guys is, can. I need the competition. So we're just gonna we're just gonna read off his lineup to the people out there. Right. Uh, he he's starting Pat Mahomes. He's got uh, Devontae Freeman as his starting running back, which that's that's a tough look in itself. Latavius uh, Murray just coming up from the dead. Yeah, uh, out of nowhere. Um, he has Mike Evans at wide receiver, Jalen Waddle at wide receiver, and he, uh, in this league we have two flex spots: uh, Jamison Crowder and Brandon Ayuk in his flex spots. So, um, I like. I think you have to get rid of Brandon Ayuk, correct? Well, let's just read off the bench real quick. His available bench players are Miles Gaskin, Kareem Hunt, Chase Claypool, Terry McLaurin, Devontae Parker, and Dalton Schultz. So I think I think the way I would go is I'd take Ayuk off and I would put Scary Terry in. I think you have to play Scary Terry, right? Um I mean, he just has been so. I haven't. I don't have him, so I've really been paying attention too closely. But I do like Dalton Schultz. Now you don't have to start a tight end in this league, so. Uh, but I mean, we've seen what Trayvon Diggs can do. You know, shutting down cornerbacks and interceptions and stuff. And I could, especially if you know they're dealing with COVID at the quarterback position. I'm a little weary of uh, Terry McLaurin. I would. I kind of like Dalton Schultz a little bit more. You know, I'm the I'm the tight end guy over here, and he does get looks. I think C.D. Lamb is number one, and then Dalton Schultz is kind of like that little safety valve at two. I think he gives you like a little safer floor. Yeah, Dalton yeah. Schultz actually scored 20 points last week in this, and out for his team on the bench. Yeah. So Great numbers. That, uh, and we talked, uh, or I had said that I do like uh, Dak Prescott and that, that Dallas offense to have a really good game this week. Um, so I think Dalton Schultz is, is you know, going to get some love off of that. We did see – I did look up the numbers. Scary Terry only went two for 50 last week on four targets. But his starting quarterback was um, fucking Garrett Gilbert. So hey, hopefully – Yeah, exactly. Hopefully he gets uh, Taylor Heineke back, and we know that those two have a great rapport. So with Taylor, if Taylor Heineke does come back, which he should, because it was, it was uh, COVID restrictions for last week um, – I do think Heineke can can absolutely uh, add more to Scary Terry's um, to his his point total. So Tyler says Terry McLaurin. I say Dalton Schultz. Maybe just plug both of them in. Say Jameson Crowder and Brennan Ayuk. See ya. I mean, what yeah. do you, we didn't really talk about Crowder. What do you think of Crowder? I, I was just about to look up what he did last week. Let me let me take a let me take a gander at good old Jameson Crowder. Um, I mean, they are playing Jacksonville, so you like that five for 40 on eight targets last week. Um, I just I don't know because we know that that Zach Wilson has really struggled and could be really hit or miss. So I think you go scary Terry and I think you go Dalton Schultz. I think you do a complete overhaul of your flex spot. Yes, there, yes. Jamison Crowder or Brandon Ayuk are projected more, but and I with my, and with Mike Evans in his lineup, who knows if he's going to play? So you need a, you're going to have to start, you know, maybe one of them. Anyways. Yeah, you might. It, at the end of the day, you might end up having to play Jamison Crowder. So Travis, it's very tough. I'm glad to see that you have Patrick Mahomes in your lineup as as he should be. Uh, got a little cute with it last week trying to play Tua, but yes, 
I think I think that's where you I think you're you're sitting pretty with everything else. And you kind of I mean, we didn't even talk about this. You're kind of fucking you're well, fucking cucking yourself here with uh you're starting the Jaguars defense and then and then you have to play Jamison Crowder at wide receiver. So Either way, if Jamison Crowder has a big game, you know the Jaguars' defense is is really struggling, and if the Jaguars' defense is having a good game, you know that Crowder must be struggling. So, I don't know, buddy. Now, now if I could chime, you can do. If it. I could chime in on here, uh, uh, Travis, if you're listening, I say give um, Kareem Hunt or Christian McCaffrey a look at a possible flex <laughs> spot. Okay? Derrick Henry's had a monster year. He's like top five in rushing. I'm sure you could. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's some guys out, you know, I'm sure Derrick Henry's out there. You could probably start him. Um, uh, Deshaun Watson at your quarterback. I think, I think you should give oh, that guy absolutely. a look as, as well. Deshaun Watson, a lot of talent, so much talent. Yeah. I love that. And then there, there's that kid, Tim Tebow, man. He can, I hear he's making a comeback too. I mean, he's tied and eligible. Tied and eligible. Yes, yeah. He is. Yeah. So look you at know, that, Travis. I mean, new new head coach over there. You know, they 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 got rid of that that bum Urban Meyer. <laughs> it's time for the Tebow show. I mean, Tyler knows how valuable it can be to start a quarterback at your tight end. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> will never let that one go, huh? It's the only he time Tyler's not. ever beat me is when he started Taysom Hill at quarterback at a yeah a tight end. Yes, I love it. Hey, Travis, uh, if you're listening out there, man, just uh, let's let's do another let's do a bet like similar to what me and, and uh, Tyler did early this year with the karaoke challenge, man. So think about that. Maybe on there your you drive go. home, you can start thinking about a song. We can get that little bet going. So we'll touch up on that maybe next week. But that's going to be cool. You guys in my league, uh, either me or Travis will be representing in the fantasy Super Bowl week 17. So we'll have something to talk about. Maybe we won't have a depressed Travis this year on the final episode of Points and Doinks. And at least we have some Points and Doinks representation in some championship or in some playoff out there. Yeah, and I, f- I feel bad for Cheese, man. Cheese, I'm sending you away um a hug from all the way down here in socal man just my condolences bro you Thank know you. I, I know cheese it. cheese was like cheese had high hopes i had high hopes for you man but you know this is fantasy football man we man we either we bask in the glory or we just sit in sorrow dude sucks but yeah i feel you i i don't feel bad because uh cheese bounced me from the playoffs so he can go uh, no it ends you could have <laughs> made it the last week and you couldn't nah. you let ben roethlisberger just destroy you that's bullshit you know big ben that piece of shit i hate him Little backdoor cover in that Thursday night matchup. Yeah, you know what? That's Big Ben. That's a, that's a, that's not the first time he's gone through a backdoor. All right, without without permission. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna wrap it up here for another episode of Points and Doinks. Um, for my man Tyler Gunderson, it's good to have you back, man. Good to hear your voice. And cheese, you can go ahead and sign us off, buddy. If you have anything that you want to plug or anything else you want to add. No, you know, curveballs and chair shots. A little Christmas Eve episode coming on Friday. Friday morning. So if yeah, you yeah. send those questions in a little early, but uh, next week might not be here next week. So we might look a little different. No, no cheese. Maybe Tyler and J-Row, maybe J-Row and Travis, maybe just Travis, maybe just Tyler. Who knows? We'll figure it out next week. But until uh, next time, guys, have a good fantasy week. Like that one guy says. <laughs> <laughs>